Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. I'm Andrew Lewinsky and I'm joined with Brett Freeman. Hey everyone. Zach Cady. It's over. And yeah. Jonathan Lee. Hello everybody. Cool. Okay, so the band league is finally over. We did it 12 whole weeks. We had six pods go through until the very end. It is over. We are going to talk about that for a little bit. We'll talk about the winners. We will talk about the takeaways. We'll give away prizes. We will talk about what's next. But first, Corellia happened in the world of Tabletop Simulator. So why don't we talk about that for a little bit uh, right off the bat. So Bohan Lee won that with six of the Nantexes, which I've been harping that they've been dead. But I guess... When they're that cheap at an I-4, it's probably pretty plausible that they are playable, I guess you could say. Um, what is your, like, Brett, what do you think about this? Uh, I think it's a lot of arc coverage, a lot of crack shots. Um, it's kind of a cool list. I There was another variant out there that had uh, Grievous and Gravitic Deflection, and I, I think I liked that version more personally. Um, just because I think the uh, passive rerolls on defense are pretty neat. But, uh, you know, this could be a situation where that extra body just makes a huge difference because at some point these things are just going to pop and still having five left to do their shenanigans probably makes a, a huge difference. And the I-4 is huge. I, I, I bet right. that made a big difference the entire tournament having, you know, six I-4 ships. Yeah, I definitely think that is something that absolutely helps. The I-4... Especially if uh, you need to barrel roll or anything with the uh, with the tractor beam for yourself, like you can get yourself out of arcs, and, and there's a lot of stuff that's underneath of you. So I definitely see where that helps. Uh, and he's got predator on three of them; they're all loaded up with crack shot. So uh, I, I think overall, like that's so many arcs, they're probably always getting shots, and it's you know it, it might not be that much hull and damage to get through to them, but I, I think when you have this many. That you can just really, um, it, it's going to be hard to not get shot by some of these. I, I don't think this is a uh, a low skill floor list, though. Like, I, sure. I think, you know, someone just picking this up without putting the reps in is just going to get destroyed far more often than not. Absolutely. Um, so he also went up against the other list was Rack with three of the Alpha Squadron pilots and the TIE Interceptor. Um, so Rack made it to a final table, which I, I think is kind of cool. He was running Sloan, Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, Shield Upgrade, and Dauntless on him. Um, but man, when you're going up against six of the Nantexes, they're just going to have a ton of shots on rack and i did catch the tail end of the game and it looks like he actually killed the interceptors before he even touched the one not shouldn't say touch rack but before uh rack went down so it's maybe the the uh nantexes do have some firepower behind them um when you do bring that many especially with this bullseyes and the uh three days primary he must have just been murdering ships too because i turned on and there was a little less than 80 minutes left, and I think it was just like a half-hull rack against, you know, the, the Nantexes. So I, I I don't know what happened to those Interceptors, but it, it clearly was painful for them very quickly. Yeah. Um, okay, so one of the lists that did catch my eye, of course, I got a Gumlet 
in the top eight, there was two. Uh, there was a Probots list that it was IG88B and IG88D. So they were loaded up. Uh, call them, um, and it, it's really interesting because Brett just pointed this out to me that advanced sensors with IG88. You can boost and have that Sagnar's loop set in, and then you can do a ton of different maneuvers where you can either do the loop, or you can do the K-turn, or you can do the wonky, I'm going to do the K-turn with the, or the uh, sloop with the right, or the uh, turn template. The talent roll? Right. <laughs> well, it's not really talent roll, because yeah, it's going the other sleep. way. Oh, you're right, it's not. Yeah. Right. So that um, with your snootiness. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, I'm so confused. Why are we not calling this a talent roll? But, okay, so if you think about it, and if you boost right, and then you do that maneuver, you're basically facing the same way, just maybe, like, a little bit further forward, right? I mean, if you're looking at so picture it in your head. You boost to the right, and then you do, and then flip yourself. You're basically yeah. You're kind you're of just sliding the same slightly way. to the right. right. You're almost like you're like boosting left, but just and then moving to the right. But yeah, that, that's oh, I'm gonna have to check that out because I've always kind of I, I think A is definitely the strongest ship uh, IG ship there. But when you throw advanced sensors on these things, I, I think uh, the, the possibilities are endless. And it, it sucks that they don't have PTL anymore. But I mean, that's probably for the best that they don't have any linked actions either. That kind of sucks. Uh, but yeah, definitely something to look at, and it made it to the top eight, so it's it's something different, and I think it's really cool. It's definitely extremely cool. Um, and the, one of the reasons you don't see D that much is because oftentimes people are using that crew card, um, and D is, you know, it, it just lets you do such cool maneuvers that it, it's nice to see it getting some play at a, a bigger event. Right. Uh, and you guys see any list that uh, caught your eye? Any- I mean, I know the field, uh, from what I've gathered from chatter, people weren't too impressed with what was out there. But I also think in a uh, format where people are kind of there just to play X-Wing, especially on an online format like this, they don't care as much, and they could probably maybe like get a couple game of uh, these tournaments in. Uh, so they're going to bring wonky stuff, and maybe that's why we did see so many crazy things. I think we only saw like Sunny Bounder. Which is kind of sad, and it was like it wasn't even a good sunny sunny banner with a bunch of cartel spacers. Uh, I thought the thing I I was most interested in was seeing the next like variation of the Imperial Aces, and there's you know just a lot of substitutes being made to try and get them to fit. Whispers being downgraded to to Echoes, um, or uh, like Soon Tears going down to Grand Inquisitors. Um, just trying to, to squeeze out all those points. So you know that Trip Imperial Aces is going to be a, a big powerhouse, so it'll be interesting to see where that lands as the best squad. Right. Um. So overall, I think this was pretty decent, you know, format. Uh, I know he's... But um, it sucks that we do not have X-Wing anywhere like in this sites like i'm sad to say that i don't we don't think worlds is happening or anything like that and hopefully at one point we do actually get back to the tables i know a lot of people uh some stores are starting up again but uh again i want everyone to be safe and try to get as much x-wing in as you can um on tabletop simulator and oh man that aggressor this one six and a 
Okay. Um, oh no, this is a different aggressor list. IG88A and IG88B went six and zero. Interesting. Okay. Enough rambling about IG88. Um, more rambling about IG88. More rambling. Did we see how many IG88s did we see in the league? In the league? Not as many as I would like. Nine total. I ran two the first week. Well, nine aggressor lists. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. You're generally running multiple in one list, so. Sure, I mean. Let me actually pull up the IG numbers here. Uh... It's like 17, maybe? Looks like it. Yeah. You chose to do the addition on the smarter part of the, the, the chart than I did. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, not a, Yeah, there was a big gap, too, where no one was using them whatsoever, uh, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, um, okay, well, anyway, enough talk about IG-88s. Uh, so, drumroll, please. Our big winner from the band league was... Timo Hetzel went... 11 and 1 throughout the league. So he had the best record. And like the last pod was kind of like a top cut pod. And he ended up winning that too. Uh, he went up against Joel Springle in the final. And from what I heard, it was a pretty close game. I know they played it during the day. So, um, uh, Timo, I know you'll probably listen to this later. Uh, we'll get in contact with you and all the prizes that we're going to send your way. Uh, first, we want to thank everyone for playing. Uh, I think that's the big thing that everyone that came and supported this uh, league, uh, I, we've got some tremendous feedback from everyone about how much they enjoyed it and uh, all, all the like great responses that we've got. Uh, other thing I want to thank is uh, Matt Tong for doing all the legwork for the thank you, squad Matt. builder. Matt, that was tremendous. Uh, you know, you greatly appreciated for everything that you did for us and. I mean, you had those bands out within like a day. So thank you so much for that. We probably, probably could not have done this league without that support. Yeah, I don't see how this, this gets done for 12 weeks without having that squad builder. Right. Yep. Um, so Matt for MVP. So yeah, I'll run down the, the top eight. Timo was number one. William McDavid, Brendan Osmond Damon, Evan Cameron... Joel Springle, Andreas T, Sebastian Demers, and Paul Braggins. They were our top eight. Uh, so good congrats, job, everyone. Congrats, guys. Um, you know, I'm, we definitely have some kind of participation. Play the 12. Uh, if you played less, we'll have still some going out. I think it's going to go by how many games you play uh, and how many pods you won is how we're going to divvy up the prize support. Uh, so we just be patient with us. Uh, we're going to get anyone that pod winners first out, uh, and then we will get everything else out. It'll probably be some acrylic tokens. Uh, we don't have the old out yet. I know um, Hangar 19 Studios. I'm sorry, it's drawing a blank to my what his name is. Mark Moriarty with the. C3PO and R2D2 uh, alt art. I know he has a new, or um, he just had a, so I know he's probably right up with that. So just be patient with them. And as soon as we get them, and we will 
uh, figuring out a way that we can get them to you guys. Uh, so, but other than that, we'll be sending out like acrylic tokens. We'll be sending out dial covers. I know a lot of people have been asking me for those other dial covers, so I might just make a bunch of them and send them out as participation support. The Soonterfell uh, pod ones. Um, so, with that being said, what do we want to talk about? Prize want to get into stats. Want to what do we want to do? Sure. I think Zach has Zach, some pretty interesting. Take it away. You are the. Yep, I can. I can dive us into stats. Uh, so yeah. So now we have like our full full data set here, and some some interesting things have come out of it. Um. Start with ships. Uh, let's start with factions. Let's start with faction talks, then we'll, we'll slowly go more granular. Uh, so the most played faction, not too surprising, was Scum. It was 127 lists. So 127 people played Scum across the course of the league. But it, it was a pretty tight across the top three. Uh, Rebels were at 123. Imperials were at 114. So, like, pretty, pretty close across kind of the big three factions. Then if you kind of think of like FO and Resistance is like the middle two, also very close. 70 FO lists, 69 Resistance lists. So super close to each other. And then 48 CIS lists, 38 Republic lists. Which was shocking. Like, real shocking. Yeah, that is quite surprising. Um, I mean, you, there was a time like a year ago where you were seeing as many Republic lists of tournaments as you were seeing Empire lists, and that just did not follow through here. And I think it's just because if they lose one piece, they just fall so much as a faction where stuff like Imperials and Scum can can afford to, to lose a nice toy and still have plenty of other things to, to play with. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, their their issue is, like... We'll get into, like, the bands part of this in a second. But, yeah, like, if they lose anything around the Delta, they're hosed. Like, they become a non-factor faction. And I you mean... Have, you have things to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I agree. I think it's... It, just thinking about the stuff that's coming out... Um, they're going to have a lot of toys coming out where, granted, the Aether Sprite is definitely their go-to ship. But I'm curious to see what coming up with the Ada and the Lat coming out. If that's really going to or if it's just going to be, let's do the Delta 7 and whatever else we can throw in there. Oh, I mean, granted... Yeah, I totally have, agree. Like, you mm-hmm. had the Synchro Swarm, but I, I think that's a very niche kind of list. Whereas opposed to like you know you didn't really ever see Jedi, but I I, I want to see how this does expand open and and the same thing with separate, um, that maybe it'll go the opposite way with Jango and all that coming out. That's my two cents. No, I totally agree. Like once they have more things, I just think like as it stands right now, the Republic is a very difficult to balance faction. It's either. Right top of the tier or absolute bottom there's no margin between them at the moment hopefully with new ships coming out that could change i'm hoping but i i I, we've talked about this before i think the big problem is 
anytime you create a faction with that much force in it, if you give them a good chip, then it's impossible to balance. Right. Like, that much force requires a bad to mediocre ship. Because you're already, like, their good thing is, I have two to three force tokens on everybody. So. Yeah, I I get exactly. Probably the hardest to balance, and it's... I mean, like, because when we... We would take ships out, and they would just completely... So, it's... I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe Force just needs to go away in X-Wing 3.0. I mean, yeah, one of the weeks that we had no CLT and no 7B title, there were zero Republic players Yeah, for one of those two weeks. And the other week, there were two. So, like, Is that the week that Brett made his hot take? It is! It is. I was right about that one! Finally. <laughs> <laughs> one correct hot take. Uh, but yeah, so moving on to, like, faction bans, I also, like, tallied up how many bans each of the factions got. So this is ships, pilots, and any faction-specific upgrades. The most banned faction was Rebels, with 20 bans total. Uh, both Empire and Scum had 18 bans total. So again, like, really kind of keeping in line with each other. Like, very averaged out across the top three factions. And then across the bottom four... Uh, the FO had 9 total bans. Resistance had 13 total bans. Republic had 10 total bans. And CIS had 7 bans. So, uh, we weren't that hard on Resistance, everyone. Thank you very much. They weren't even in the top 3 for bans. And actually, I think, like, kind of just what we were talking about, like, Republic kind of had the worst run of it of anyone. If you look at, like, the number of lists played to the number of bands they got in return for that amount of lists played. Like, right. That they got, like, a much higher proportion of bands to plays than any other faction. Um, I mean, we to be fair, we were probably a little bit... Like, um, just because, like, we kind of came out of this meta where they were very strong and we, we knew what we were up against. Like, I think because of that like we were we didn't take lightly to them either we were just like no we, we know that power through this and we're not even going to mess around yeah I mean, we unbanned anakin really early on right and he was just nowhere yeah like yeah he like, we, unbanned... we unbanned him in week four and he had two plays <laughs> yeah like we and like they started off with the same number of bands as most of the other factions with two. They did get one more selected band when we unlocked Anakin, but then took out 7B. Then everything else was just via plays and randomizer. So... I wouldn't necessarily say we were that harsh on them compared to other things. Other things had equal amounts of us saying permaban. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else do we have for the band top? Uh, and just like some other like real quick interesting things. Our most played ship was the X-Wing. We fixed X-Wing, guys. We got the X-Wing to be the most played ship like 48 was... times. Which is funny because week two, there was no X-Wing. Like, people just... Did... Was there a band that week that... 
That was right after we banned Wedge, yeah. right? And, okay, okay, that makes sense. And, and then look, banned. And then look at that week fifteen, or not week fifteen, week four. He comes back and it shoots back up. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, shocker. Wedge. Even though Wedge was only available for two weeks, he was almost our most played pilot. He got pipped. One of in, my favorite stats. <laughs> he almost got pipped here. No, he got pipped in the end by Ray. Ray finished two higher than him. But he was the second most played ship, having only been around for two weeks. Which Ray kind of like it doesn't surprise me. Um, maybe it does. She just kind of like consistently kept getting like a few plays, a few plays, a few plays. Didn't get hit right. too hard with the bands. I mean, okay, so wasn't she that... banned one week or like the the ship chassis? The ship was banned once. She was banned. Once. Yes. Gotcha. I mean, okay, so back to what I was saying about, like, uh, us being kind of hard on Republic. Resistance, I think, was the same thing. That, And we didn't even do this. Like, I think with Advanced Optics being banned uh, twice and getting that permaban, and uh, A-Wings just being so popular, they kind of just banned themselves throughout that. I mean, if you're a Resistance player and that's what you want to fly... I guess Ray is your go-to there. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, like I said, slightly, slightly snide comment at everyone, but like we weren't any harder on resistance than anyone sure. else. Like it kind of just did it to itself with how yep. much like the same resistance list gets played. It's not even the, the same list necessarily. I mean, just like how we said Republic, the backbone there is the Aether Sprite, right? Here, the the backbone is really heroic and advanced optics just spammed. Yeah. Like, and, and those are the foundation of a strong uh, resistance list, usually. Yep. Exactly. So. Does the resistance have anything coming? Am I drawing a blank? Do they have any releases coming up? Uh, Heralds of Hope? Yes. The, the new oh, X sure. pack. That doesn't count. I'm a little concerned about the. With Disney being like, I'm curious if they're trying to shy away from the like this era after like because the shows are over. The, are we gonna see any more ships? Like it might be kind of tough. Yeah, unless like something is in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that could maybe be pulled into. I mean, there's, there's still a few other options, but I agree. It doesn't seem like it's... Right, like, I mean, like, well, what are we going to get, like, you know, Bomber, or, I'm sorry, an F.O. Bomber, or B-Wing? Like, it almost seems maybe that's why they're doing the Heralds of Hope box now. I mean, that is also true. From the last movie, Resistance can have literally any ship that's ever been in Star Wars. They <laughs> all fought for the Resistance in the final battle, so... Boom. I would like my <laughs> Resistance... Lancer, please. Yeah. My resistance fang fighter. Yep. All coming. Uh that 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 would be kind of interesting to see. More yep. more pilots in every faction. Okay, what else what else we got with bands in uh, popular? What about the Tiagressor? Oh yeah. Uh our our least played ship was the Tiagressor. It's it got played twice. Shocking. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. 
followed by the Tide Punisher, which got played three times. Okay, that one actually is kind of shocking. I guess not having proton torpedoes makes a big yeah. difference. Yeah, I guess like no one ever wanted to run it with plasma. I guess. I mean, people. I mean, plasmas I... are not bad on it. You know, with are they the though? Primary. I mean, so yeah, once they're once the the plasmas are shot though, like that thing is there to bring torpedoes. It is there, like it doesn't have any other utility. And you think about it, it's like once you shoot those two torpedoes, it's kind of just like, okay, I got a two-dice primary, unless you're loading it up with more stuff. And why are you doing that, right? Can it, reload. Can it reload. Yeah, just reloads. No, who reloads? People who have Red torpedoes line. and only want to shoot torpedoes. And that's why, you, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's why they're bad, is you, don't, you, you can't waste that time. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, is like we did see... A decent amount of Imperial Ordnance Carrier, it was just always the TIE Bomber. Because the TIE Bomber, you can throw multiple things on at roughly the same price point as Redline with one thing. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. And nobody wanted to throw bombs, apparently. No one In Imperials. Wanted. No one wanted to throw proton bombs. Eh. I'm okay with that. Yeah, same. It's a thing. All right. Um, what else do we have to talk about, Zach? I think that's the big stuff. Oh yeah, and then like the most played uh, upgrade was R four Astromech by a lot, by like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, like nothing else came close to it. I would you argue that that is the okay? So I, I stumbled across this that it was very situational upgrade and that's why it's so cheap but i don't know i think that just goes on everything anything that's got an astromech slot maybe not the uh whatever whatever they're called the delta sevens because they just want to regen but hey they're I, happy with blue one hearts too they are but i mean i think the i don't know r4 astromech is just my go-to astromech yeah it's great i agree yeah, same. Like, if I have two pa two points and an R an Astromech slot open, then yeah, you just <laughs> auto. If I have ninety eight points open, I'm throwing a uh, R four Astromech on there. Huh? Um, uh, I I have one piece of of data that Zach told me earlier that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and since you know we have people watching, can anyone guess what or what pilot was played every single week? Oh yeah, there was one. There's a single it. pilot. Yes, every single week. And it's, you know, kind of a difficult criteria because you have to be good enough to be played and bad enough to not, not get banned. <laughs> um, so I, I definitely would never, never have gotten this. I don't know if anyone else. No, unfortunately, it was not Days Bonar. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it Lieutenant Blount? No, close. Ooh, that is close. He very was close. almost there. He saw no play this week. He was on a streak until the final week when he saw. And zero. for the record, there was only one Dace Bonearm. Nora Wexley. Dangar, not even Nora close. Nora Wexley. Yep. Nora Wexley. In an now, arc. Rebel arc. In a Rebel arc, and this wasn't combined between the UA. Nope. That is Nora Wexley. Nora Wexley in a Rebel arc was played every week. That's I kind of shocking. I'm so confused. 
And I don't it, think it, it was all much, by the right? same person either. And it was always, yeah, like one, two a week. Like, yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool. And yeah, and like I said, it wasn't the same person. It wasn't like one person just for 12 weeks flew the same list that included Nora. Right. Like, it popped up with a few different people. Hmm. I am so confused. Between Sick. Blount and Nora. I mean, Blount's good, I think. I guess? I mean, he's cheap. He, he's I mean, yeah, he's there like, for a purpose. He, he's, he, he's that for me. Like, if I have, like, an awkward amount of points left after building the rest of my list and he fits, then sure. I'll throw in Blount. Sure. Um... Okay, do we have any more trivia for the podcast? Uh, We've got some upgrades that were played every week, if anyone wants to, to give that a shot. Upgrades. These, these there were, I think, three or four of these, so it's not quite as, uh, as limited, but I was actually pretty surprised by one of them, that it never resulted in a ban, at least. It's true, because it's also... So... Hint, hint. One of them is tied to the only other ship that was played every week. Jamming meme. Nope. Shockingly, no. Like, <laughs> jamming beam, like, did not show up every week. Yeah, there were a lot of people who could have thrown one on there that just did not even feel like wasting the It looks like it showed up every time. week except for the last one. Oh, maybe it did show up in the last Nah, it didn't show up in the last week. Oh. I was gonna say, maybe we just didn't have the data collected. I did collect the data. Thank you very much. So I think Dorsal Turret may have been one of them, which... No, it, which, it missed uh, one it week randomly. Oh, it missed one week. Okay. So Dorsal Turret missed out. Uh, the one that is tied to his ship is Special Forces Gunner. TIE SFs were played every week, and Special huh. Forces Gunner was played every week. Even though in my mind, they definitely got banned one time. I am just misremembering. <laughs> Lots of other TIE... Uh, FO mm-hmm. stuff got banned, but TIE SFs managed to sneak by. Zeborelios. Oh, and speaking of Ty or uh, FO Fanatical, also every single week. Yep, just a couple every week. And then Brett, last two. Uh so we have proton rockets, and was it proton bombs? I believe. Yep. Yeah. All we the took away the proton torpedoes, there. but yeah, <laughs> all the other uh, protons getting played every week. So. Uh, it was great to see all the different types of ordnance getting played. That was I've said it before, that was my favorite part, I think, of uh the entire band league was seeing all the stuff that is normally just like, you know garbage cards getting used a lot. Oh yeah, that was one that I saw that I thought was funny. Uh this week. What was it? Was it Ion Ion Missiles. There was one the first week. Then literally nothing until this week when one more was played. Bookending the league with Ion Missiles. And one that did not get played every week, but 100% should have, was Pattern Analyzer. Yeah. It got zero plays the first week, then was used every other week, including one week where it was by far the most played upgrade, and somehow the algorithm let it escape. So, uh... I don't know why everyone was sleeping on it that first week, but it, it came back with a vengeance. Uh, looking at the chat here, so Fanatical's every week, but Heroic got banned. Because Heroic got played in large numbers. Fanatical got played in, like, one to two lists per week. I think there was one week where it was in three. 
Yeah, so. Fanatical just sort of trickled in, you know, if anyone had a couple extra points on their list. Yeah, that's, that's um, like Brett said. The trick to getting played every week is you have to be good enough to be played every week, but bad enough to not ever be eligible for a ban. So, so yeah. So that's some interesting stuff. Yeah, Only so 10 Heroic Sunny Heroic. Bounders. No bans there at all. I mean, the Seek got banned. Maybe that means that Andrew can have to uh, make everyone an Altar card. Wasn't that the... The deal? I believe so. Pretty sure. I'd be all about that. Um, Is there anything else particularly interesting? Not enough IG lists. We already talked about that. Mia's doing. So do we think we just sort of torpedoed, for lack of a better term, the the Republic faction by banning 7B when we brought Anakin back? Like, that's one, if, if we went back... And, and got a chance to do a do-over, I might try and push harder for for seeing if it became a problem before we just did the couple ban there to, to unlock Anakin. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I, I think the problem with Republic is that it's either top of the heap or bottom of the heap. Like, there is no middle ground on it. And, like... Triple CLT Jedi is still very good, and it just didn't see that much play. Like, oh yeah, I I agree. Um, so it, I'm just trying to figure out like there there has to be some you know good explanation for why it was just so different than what we expected, and I I think that probably has to be it. Is just yeah, people I, wanted to depend on that. Yeah, I think people just see Seven B as being like the thing, and like there just wasn't enough exploration out of it i mean i did see like one interesting thing i saw in republic coming into like the last few weeks was like a number of people wanted to play around with the idea of just bringing like no clt jedi of just like what if they're just a wings with force Mm -hmm. um a bunch of people spamming jedi knights which was interesting like people were starting to like play around and explore with it towards the end which was cool but yeah, so, I think uh, there's just not like I think people at this point like know what they want out of Republic, what they want to play yeah. out of Republic, and when it's not there, they just leave and go elsewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, because either seven B or CLT, you get some extremely accurate attack dice, and people like having either you know double modded because you have a target lock or you know one and a half modded because you get that focus result yeah uh so uh paul braggins is asking how many e-wings lists e-wing lists there were that weren't him i don't know how many times you played it but there were 17 e-wing lists total so uh you probably played it like eight times (laughs) no i'm sure it was less than that but uh yeah, there were so there was Ewing's yeah. got a decent amount of love, I have to say. More than I would have expected. Yeah, they got a decent shake. Uh and I mean, as we all know, Ewings are like the, the most talked about ship on the forums right now. Yeah. Um And we uh, kinda not... kinda killed the twenty four hundred by taking Outrider out. I mean it, it got a, a bunch of stuff that right it wasn't uh perceptive also banned at the same time and yeah. Mm-hmm. so i don't know if it was just that people were really excited to fly it at first and then uh 
you know, it kind of lost its its flavor once they gave it a try. Yeah. Oh, and the fire spray. The fire spray was played every week. And then there's a there's a two week time here where it just totally uh, bumped up. I have a feeling I know who was unleashed during that two week time period. You might have a solid guess. Koshka um, almost made play every week, but she missed one week. Sad. Sad. She did her best. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was fun how, uh, you know, we saw some ships that you just never see get played. Um, I, I did like that format. I mean, we've been getting a lot of conflicting feedback on should we have longer bands, shorter bands, more bands, fewer bands. Um, I don't know what the correct answer is. I don't, I don't think there is a way to please everyone. Um, but I feel like for a first run, this was uh, a pretty solid way of of doing it. Yeah, I mean, we literally got the exact number of opposite suggestions. Like, everything is balanced out, so I, I take that as a sign as we nailed it. <laughs> mm. And X-Wings are the most played ship. I yeah, mean, it, it's hard ship. to complain about that. And that's just T-65s, right? We're not even factoring in yeah. uh, T-70s. Um, Isn't it like the other thing that we were talking about a little bit before we got on was like it was shockingly balanced by the size of the factions, right? Like Rebels, Imperials, Scum, the big three factions were played pretty equally and banned pretty equally. And then mm -hmm. like the bottom four were all also like roughly like super close to each other. Outside of plays. Like, FO and Resistance were very close to each other in plays, off by one. And CIS and Republic were kind of close-ish mm -hmm. at the bottom end. And then Bands, like, all four of them were close together. Yeah. So, and like... So it, it, maybe one thing... Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah. So, like, spread out across the 12 weeks. I think it was, like, pretty evenly distributed. Pretty evenly balanced. So one thing I may change up, like just looking back, is for those bottom four factions, maybe we only ban one ship uh, or one pilot initially. Um, like FO was completely balanced, it seemed, just with Kylo being taken out. Now, oh, yeah. you know, Kylo is one of the best ships in the game. Also, so. that, that, that's a good point that I meant to, that we talked a little bit about before we got on. I haven't really mm -hmm. mentioned it all yet, but like FO was pretty freaking balanced without Kylo in it. Like, it, it got a good number of bands at 9, but it also saw, like, 70 plays. Like, that seems like we kind of nailed the FO faction. Like, it's Kylo is the problem. Again, it's like Force is the problem. Kylo. Yeah, there was really never a week two, right? I mean, there were a lot of times where we were like, huh, Maybe we need to do something to help out Republic. Uh, maybe, you know, Resistance. Or at least I said, maybe Resistance just got hit way too hard this week. I don't think there was ever a time for FO where we'd be like, huh, what the heck are they going to do this time? Yeah. I think it's just a really well-balanced faction. And that's something cool that we can now tell you guys, like, peering behind the curtain. Like, every week we discussed unbanning the permanently <laughs> banned ships. Like, there wasn't a week go went by that we didn't have some... Even if it was a very small debate, but sometimes very large debates. 
about unlocking stuff. And, like, Kylo's the great example, right? Like, very early on, we started talking about, like, do we unlock Kylo? Do we unlock Kylo? Do we unlock Kylo? We finally did it the last week just because we've been talking about it for so long. But, like, he never needed to be unlocked. Like, F.O. just kept on yeah. chugging along. Yeah, it always got to the point where we were like, God, but you know what? They just got so many plays this week that let's see if they actually tank before we 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 bring it bring him out and it never really happened yeah. um so yeah that was meanwhile then we had yeah i mean there was one day we probably spent 10 hours going back and forth on a certain uh you know flyboy um i mean if we're going to talk about boba i mean i'm happy <laughs> that we unlocked him <laughs> yeah i mean it was, it was an interesting experiment to you know see is Boba the problem? Is Boba's toys the problem? And very much seems like it's 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 Boba. And uh Vader. Is Vader the problem or is Vader's toys the problem? It very much seems here like the it's toys. the toys. <laughs> yeah. We took away Vader's toys and nobody played him. And yeah, we took those away very early on, right? And still yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um The first week he got a decent amount of play, but Basically nothing. Yeah. Like literally for multiple weeks just disappeared completely. Um, So I I think maybe if we could go back and do that one again, maybe I would try leaving Soontir in there and just saying we'll leave the toys and get rid of Vader. I don't know. That could have been interesting. But I mean, Empire's numbers were pretty perfect as they were. So, yeah, uh, you know, there's no need to really mess with perfection there. It just. Yeah. Same with like never unlocking Whisper. Like we never needed to like Empire continued to just chug along with plays. I think Whisper was probably the only ship that I can think of that we never actually had a discussion about. Yeah. Like, there was never a need to really think about Whisper. Yeah, we never never had a discussion about Whisper. We only very briefly had a discussion about the Trade Federation drone, and it was mostly do we ban struts and unlock the drone? But, again, just never really felt needed because CIS kept... And people about, fell in uh, love with the Techno Union Bombers. Yeah. People fell in love with Techno Union Bombers. And about the time that we maybe came close to it is when the points change finally dropped and then everyone started flying Nantexes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will say good job to our, our group here. They they jumped on the Nantex for sure. Yeah. Um, play hard. skyrocketed. So. So, yeah. Overall, very interesting. I'll have much more to say once I've had some time to actually, like, digest everything whether that'll be on the podcast or in some written format somewhere that we'll share out we'll figure that out later but i only like just finished compiling all of the last week's data like three hours ago two hours ago yeah so and at this point i think we're all just exhausted from seeing the spreadsheet (laughs) i am so exhausted with the spreadsheet i mean and yeah we we thank matt but we also have to thank zach because he did like all of the data collection which was a big job. Uh, he counted so. people down, being he like, did. "Give me your data." This week I didn't. I stopped this week. There was oh, yeah, a couple people right. that I was like, "Screw it, I don't care anymore." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to ban anything. So exactly. This week's bans are Sunny Bounder. Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> Seven bans on Sunny Bounder. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna like that altar card. It's gonna be great, Andrew. <laughs> But yeah, any, uh, any other takeaways from the league from anyone else? I got nothing. I I also have nothing. I thought it was 
it was fun. Outsider perspective looking in, Jonathan, you want to participate next time? Next time we do one? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, I sure. think I might have more. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe I don't have more time with like school and yeah. school starting up again. And yeah, yeah, not not throwing you under the bus at yeah. all. But it would be fun to see Jonathan what Jonathan comes up with in this format. I bet it's rebel beef. Yeah, rebel. as he has to figure out his rebel beef as you know um, beefy ah. bits slowly get banned. Well, there's beef in every faction. So. It's true. He's also a Fang player, so. And a single one player, right? Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> it's all we need is Jonathan so you, playing Fangs. He said. So people pl- flew uh, X Wings. Did people fly TIE Fighters at all? Uh, The Rebel TIE Fighter yeah. or the Imperial TIE Fighter? No, no. <laughs> the Rebels have a TIE Fighter? Yes. They- they, they do, though you wouldn't know it from, from here. Yeah, it got, the Rebel five, TIE Fighter got flown three times. Sad. Uh, I don't know, TIE Fighters were in the middle, 26 lists, compared to, like, the X-Wings 48. It was usually, like, one TIE Fighter getting thrown into a list as filler. A lot of, like, sane Miranda. Yeah, not a lot of swarms in the slightest. No. Very few. Many, many, many more Fojos. Fojo is pretty popular. Fojo. Yeah. Alright, I think... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so one person says, so what's the future look like? And you said we're going to talk about what's coming up next, and I have no idea what it is. So I gotta so, say, I'm kind of interested. Yeah, we're, bo- <laughs> okay. we're all in rapture here, Andrew. <laughs> alright, 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 guys. So the future look... We are debating... I am debating if we want to do a further league... <laughs> Or if we want to do a big tournament. And I'm probably going to do a poll with you guys. Um, if you guys would rather do another league where maybe we don't do as heavily on us that if you guys want to do something that... Or if we want to do something bigger. I know because Nova got canceled. I know we have a lot of, a lot of East Coast guys. If we want to do a big-esque tournament kind of like that where um, maybe something similar to what the Yon is doing. But... uh just kind of like a one and done type thing. So we're going to be in, in the works of something like that. We're going to try to do league. Um, so like I said, I'm going to put a poll out on the discord. So keep an eye out for that. If you guys are more interested in doing a big tournament, or if we want to do another big league, me, it's probably not going to be 12 weeks and it's probably definitely not going to be a band league, but <clears throat> it might be something else um, where we can definitely, get you guys uh playing games until all this is over. Yep. Um and on that note, we're not shutting down the Discord. We, we are not like, the Discord down. will be around. We're gonna get rid of the pod channels, but like the general channel and stuff will still Right. Still be up and running if you guys want to keep chatting, keep hanging out. Uh maybe become the official podcast Discord question mark. Who knows? That may happen. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Okay, so I know everyone's again. I says, it seems, I guess we're not going to have a group championship this year. Like we usually do a top deck. Maybe we, we should do, do an something online group really... championship. That is an amazing idea, John. <laughs> oh, I got to get Lou. Okay, that might be the what's in the championship. Brett, Brett is our reigning group champion. Maybe so why don't we just skip a year? <laughs> no, we need to deep for it. 
I'll my, be like Tiger Woods getting to be Masters champion for an extra year. Or I guess six my months unicorn. I, my Moby Dick. My Moby we will Dick. look at the schedule. Uh, I think October looks to do. Um, so we'll take a look at the schedule and we will definitely fill you guys in. There'll be plenty of time. Um, it, we actually get it out and running. So maybe we'll have new ships to even get in there. Okay. So now let's try to do giveaways. Uh, so first week, uh, we had the, uh, what are they called? The evade tokens. Um, so if you won this and I'm just doing a random number generator. If you know, you completed the majority of your games, you are eligible for this, uh, giveaway. So, we will then, do that because we wanted to make sure that everyone got their games in. Go ahead. And type exclamation point win in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Type in exclamation <laughs> point win in the chat. Uh, yay, more discords. Okay. So, first person week one prizes. Johnny Ray, Andrew Ferguson. Andrew Johnny. Say that. Um, I will post all of these in the Discord so people can claim their prize as well. Next is the second week was the band charge tokens. Uh, so they are the winners of the three and zero for the second pod. That is going to go to Slim CDT. Uh, I know he's card as well. Uh, next we have the Rangers. I'm going to throw in a well so. I know they were a hot item, so I, and people kept asking. I didn't hear what you said. The throwing the what? The uh, dial covers. The oh yeah, the Sunterfeld. Yep. Sunterfeld dial covers. Um, so that is going to Lou the Lunatic. I know he's in the chat. Yeah. I think. Congratulations, Lou the Lunatic. Yeah. So these were the uh, range rulers. Um, so you'll be getting them, and then finally the templates that we i am still working on i am actually almost complete the or complete them i have off tomorrow so i will be able to um and that is going to chris peters crazy vulcan so they are our giveaways for this week um so congratulations guys i will get in touch with everyone so we can set up shipping and get these things out to you guys and like i said uh, i know we do have- wait did you do the dial cover well, they're, they're, I'm going to include them with all of these. Oh, with all of them. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got the the first week, uh, Andrew Ferguson is getting the evade tokens and the dial covers. Slim is getting the band charge tokens. Luke, Lou the Lunatic, is getting the uh, range rulers and dial covers. And Chris Peters is getting templates and the dial covers. So... And Thanks, I'm being guys. a mooch, and I'm begging Andrew for one of everything. Yes, yes, sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, like you I said, dropped I after the first pod. Yeah, you dropped. You, you missed. You most told games. me to. <laughs> you could have said no. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anything else we want to talk about? Nah. I just want to thank everyone who stuck with it for 12 weeks. It was a yeah. long time. I mean, it's basically the whole summer. And a lot of you played it every week, and that was fantastic. Um, or some people went on vacation, came back, started playing again. Like, it was a big commitment, and it was great to see 
you know, these, these people you see on, you know, Facebook on fly better, you know, the, the forums or whatever, all coming together and, and kind of making it like a community here. So that was great. Yeah. And, and thank you to everyone who submitted their lists in timely fashion fashion and, on a weekly and who basis. used the list builder and use the list builder thank you thank you thank you and screw you to the couple of people that i had to chase every <laughs> damn week you know who you are uh, <laughs> yep all right so <laughs> jonathan do you have any x-wing talk you want to uh, talk about no i mean uh i guess we're waiting for new news to come out for we are waiting for new news and, so i mean you know, actually i I heard something on, I was listening to, I think I mentioned this, I was listening to a YouTube interview with Max Books on Krapik's YouTube channel about the use of keywords and how Max said there are a bunch of keywords coming. Uh, as in like, you know, right now we have light side and dark side, but there will be, and Max said, 17 total, at least in the near term. Interesting. My, maybe the rise we'll of keywords. Mm-hmm. Keywords are fun. That's you know it, it's a it's a good thing to talk about because like so we don't have too many things in there that uh have keywords right now besides light side dark side maybe like something like so we see tie fighters um looks like it's gonna be a keyword so it could be yeah. something interesting that could go a, a lot. A, change a lot of ships without being too impactful um yeah i mean he mentioned like ship chassis will be keywords like tie fighter x-wing right. uh but also uh which i it had not occurred to me to make ship chassis keywords but he also specifically said droid mandalorian oh. sith droid mandalorian sith um clone Gungan, you know, so you could have a clone only talent that can only go to clones, but you wouldn't be able to put it on like Rick, Rick Ollie, or Padme, like right. so it can neatly make a talent that's, or you can make a talent that could go on Rick and Padme or um, Tarkin, but not go on clones. Right. Yeah. So neatly. I think all that stuff is yeah. really cool, but this gets back to what we were talking about like two or three weeks ago, where if their concern is that they're going to be making squad building too complex, like on the PDF or the app or whatever, that makes no sense to have these 17 different keywords that won't appear on any of the cards whatsoever. So if you're doing that, just make some ship chassis limited. Like, just there's no excuse now. You're showing that you're okay making the squad building more complicated. Fix the biggest problem you have in the game, in my opinion, maybe besides Force. (laughs) I might disagree with you. I mean, okay. So, I mean, like, uh, I see what you're saying, but I, I think, like, so what you're saying, uh, let's say... We're saying that the excuse is no longer there. I think it's still there. No, like, the, they've shot themselves in the foot for their own excuse of, like, we can't make things more complicated when you then go and make things more complicated. Infinitely more complicated, right? Or exponentially yeah. more complicated with 17 keywords. Yeah. You all are fake news, and we can get into this topic different episode. Yeah, no, that that's fine. I I'm sorry. We just, it up, I, I had to. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Let's um, argue this out next week. Right, right, right. So, so uh, with the future of the podcast, with the band league being over, we are going to get back to maybe a lot more breakdowns. We're probably going to start uh, going a lot more in depth. 
we're definitely going to take a look at all the new ships coming out. Um, and definitely these keyword uh, functions. So I'm excited about that. I'm really excited for more of a competitive. I, I think we've had a lot, a nice relaxed summer. And uh, I, I think it will be fun to get some, like, let's turn this into a competitive season this fall. Maybe we can figure that out. Especially if you guys are participating in the Gold Squadron um, series, you might be more interested in uh, what is the meta and what you can do. I mean, uh, first thing I'm going to be doing is looking at the IG-88s and those Nantexes. So, Nantexes? I was going to say, We've been calling them Nantexes. We're probably just wrong. No, but, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that we figured Texas. Everything's bigger in Nantexes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Marshall, our previous host, I think argued a very valid point that it is Nantex. But on that note, uh, first, so again, I want to thank every single person that was in the league, participated, went 12 weeks. You guys are tremendous. Thanks for making that happen. We, uh, you know, we did this not sure how it was going to turn out. Great. Um, I, I'm very happy. I'm happy to hear you guys like the pod format. Um, and um, we will definitely be thinking about something in the future. Maybe not something intricate and in depth. Um, maybe we will. But after a vacation, after a yeah, vacation. we need yeah. to unwind a little bit because this was a lot of work. Um, all right, guys. So again, thank you guys for doing everything for the show. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, everyone that put in for this. Um, I do have what? I'm sorry. I have to give a shout out. Da, 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 da. More giveaway. What? I don't know. I'm sure you got something else you can give away. No, I am giving away more. Uh, <laughs> bugger. I actually, I actually have a shout out as well. Go ahead. Uh, shout out to uh, Michael. I'm going to book your last name. Suchurierski. Uh, yes. Shout out, shout out to him. He got stood up three times in a row during the tournament yeah. by his opponent. And that 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 feels bad. Yeah. I wish I heard. I didn't hear about that until like today, but I, I would have been able to probably swing a game. Um, yeah, I, I usually try to let him know that, but yeah, it just sucks that like just rotten luck more than yeah. anything else. On another, he went six and three because of it. <laughs> True. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh, William McDavid. William sent us a bunch of tokens our toilet paper charge tokens that I will be throwing in everyone's participation packets uh, that I will be sending out. So thanks, William. Um, They are pretty nice. Um, Okay, I think that's everything. Any other final shout-outs? No, cool. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Thanks for the uh, coming out for the shows. Uh, And Maybe we'll start to do this again in the future. I think we're going to take a little bit of a break for the moment, though. Just to unwind, and like I said, we're getting going forward will probably be a lot more in depth with our analysis and everything like that. Uh, so thanks for listening. Check us out on Patreon. Check us out on Facebook, and have a good night.